Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week Six, boys. How'd you guys do last week? Uh, semi okay. Uh, could have been better. It it was really tragic having the nuts Buffalo stack and the rest of my pieces not getting it done for me. But outside of that, okay. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the um, Captain Midget in Arizona, if he number one would have hit. Zach Ertz on that very wide open deep out um, that would have helped. And then had he decided to not randomly spike the ball uh, or get out of bounds and actually so they could run another play, uh, a touchdown to Ertz or Rondale Moore probably would have been worth about three grand. Maybe so, watching yeah. some game film I, on uh, game strategy and you know clock management would have uh, helped Kyler there. That, that, that might have helped. New Call of Duty maps um, came out. Can't can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, I all I know is my lineups absolutely went berserk last week. I had like three of them that had massive potential, and they just happened to be the three lineups with Damian Harris in them. Mm-hmm. It was yep, just a bad was- beat. And then we go to the Raiders Chiefs showdown where my team actually almost got in the money, and I had Waller in the captain spot put up a zero. My team still almost got in the money. So mm. coming off some bad beats and looking to redeem myself this week. Yeah, I mean, the showdown was not great. Uh, my hard fade was Jacobs, and my mm. replacement for that was Waller. <laughs> um, and I still, and I still, uh, and I had my first skunk of the entire showdown year. First time I just didn't win anything back. So but this, this is it. This is the slump buster. There's only right there's here. only one way to go, and that's up. So uh, let's start on quarterbacks slash stacks. I mean. Let's the do elephant it. in the room on this one, right? I mean, the easiest one in the book. Let's just get this out of the way. It's the Chiefs and the Bills. This is – I'm so glad this is an afternoon game and not a morning game. How do they not flex at the Monday night, by the way? But I mean, none, just, for us, just for no, us that play DraftKings. I, I know why they can't, but, like, <laughs> Kiddell needs to just step in with the networks here and go, we can't possibly watch another Denver primetime game. Well, you know? I mean, it is, but it is prime. This is prime time for most of the East Coast, right? I so guess. It's a 4.30 game. Yeah. You know, for the East Coast. there. I mean, it's going to be game of the week. Everyone's going to be watching this game. It's totally. the reason why they only scheduled the Carolina and the Rams and Arizona and Seattle up against it. Those it's going to be it's going to be pretty wild because like obviously I don't know if you saw it today the Arizona Seattle game got pushed back a little bit because of the baseball game, but outside of that like the whole slate is going to be dependent on basically the last game like yeah. of mm-hmm. of the day, which is just going to be wild. Like it's the ultimate late game hammer. <laughs> like, well, it's also interesting too because I mean, when you have some different options in the late game, if 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 your lineup's not going well, you can late swap onto some different guys. Yeah. There's not yeah. really going to be that option um, unless, I mean, unless you want to try and, and late swap onto some other guys, but the, the price comparison just won't be there, right? Like if yeah. you're losing real bad, the only thing I could see you doing is swapping down onto Cup. And well, then, like, putting Gino or, like – Well, let's like, talk about it because I don't know if you ran numbers on, you know, the source that you use. But I ran ownership, and, like, on this game is not nearly as high as I thought it was going to be. Now, that can change, but I'm not seeing the chalk I expected in this game. Well, Josh Allen's projected 16 to 22%. Josh Allen is, and so is Diggs. Uh, but outside of that, man, like, I'm seeing Gabe at, like – Sub ten percent. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the same st- thing. We'll talk about but, stacks at the end, but like, all right. I mean, well, quarterback wise, what do you like? I'm guessing you're playing these guys. Like, I will be. So yeah, but I actually have quite a bit of interest in Lamar. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good pivot. I think that you know, it's there. There's definitely something to be said for going all in on one of these guys, mm-hmm. but. I mean, Lamar is going to be playing the Giants, and the yeah. Giants are not very good. They're okay, right? But he his running upside, I mean, Josh Allen has it too. Mahomes has the touchdown upside as well. 
I don't know if they're at the point where they're as explosive where that game people are thinking, I feel like people think it's going to be like 43 to 40 or something like that. And I just, I just don't see it being that wild, right? Like it's going to be good, but I'm with you. I think more often than not, like it doesn't hit right. Like where everyone goes all in or at least the full package, right? Like Like, I'm going to be playing some of those guys, but I have a lot more interest in playing like a Lamar Kelsey or I'm sorry, a Lamar Andrews. Andrews. I think it's playing Kelsey playing Gabe. Right. And then just kind of picking off some of those other ancillary pieces and trying to get exposure to the game that way. I think it's a good game theory because like you said, if Lamar hits right and just absolutely smashes, you're in an amazing spot to kind of dictate what your afternoon looks like. hundred percent. If he busts or let's say Lamar has a 22 point game and Andrews gets you 11, which is unlikely, but what if it happens? Like you can get way different in the afternoon game, right? Like you can stack up Carolina, like you can get different and just hope that that game busts. Right. So I'm with you. I think that's a really good play. And one of the few spots you can go and and know you can keep up potentially with like, yeah, you know, I, so I just like, feel like, I feel like the price point, right? Like Allen Mahomes potentially going to hit, especially Allen Mahomes. He might not hit. They might go to other targets. They might run the ball in the, in the red zone. The bills might do the same thing. I'm not going all in on Allen and Mahomes. There's too many other quarterbacks with great value down here that you can get on and still get in on that Buffalo KC game in your spots that you like, just like you guys were saying. So I'm going to have a couple lineups with these guys. I mean, if you didn't have Josh Allen last week, you're, you're at a tough sledding, right? Yeah. But I feel like you're going to have four or five quarterbacks that have that upside this week. So you don't necessarily have to pay that much. Yeah, and we'll talk about it in stacks, but, like, I'm with you, Joe, because I think, like, we kind of just hit on, we're dancing around the subject, but, like, there are spots in this game that are not going to be highly owned that you could go to 100%. and you could beat the full game stacks because that we know where most people are going to try to go, right? So I, I like that a lot. Um, what are some I mean, of the guys then – oh, sorry, go ahead, Jim. I, we, I mean, we could talk about it later, but, like, I think the Bills D is kind of a sneaky play. It's not – I, I think the Chiefs could be too. Like they can get pressure, they can well, create some havoc. Like both sides can. I mean, but you saw it last. last I mean, the Raiders who have an okay pass rush. That's the strength of the Bills' defense. It's not mm-hmm. the passing defense. It's the front front seven. So if anyway. you're gonna full fade it, you ha- I think you got to go there. Well, Maybe you don't just, have to, but it's a very interesting way to get leverage. Well, you can just do it in like. And that's a way you can get different, but still get exposure to the game, right? Yep. Um, this is going to be more. And the thing is, guys, this can be more like a playoff game, right? Where these teams' defenses are both stepping up, playing hard, getting weird, and this game ends up being twenty-four to sixteen, or yep. twenty-four to twenty-two, or something in that range. And yeah, yeah. you're going to get your points, but not that explosive game and an absolute blow up that were that most people are expecting. Yeah, I mean, this game could be 31-28, you know, and it's still a good game to play, but, like, it's not going to be a 85-90 point shootout, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. possible, so. But, yeah, if I'm going up high, the way to get contrarian is Lamar, right? Yeah. If Especially if Bateman is back. He, I mean, he didn't practice today. It's only Wednesday, so there's a lot of time. But if Bateman's back, I mean, that Lamar going against the Giants, the Giants are going to keep the game competitive because that's the kind of team they are. They got good coaching especially yeah. on the offense side of the ball. And Lamar is going to be able to push it all the way through to the fourth quarter. I don't think we're going to see a blowout in this game, even though I do think, you know, Baltimore will win. But yeah. let's go down. Um, are you guys have any interest in Kyler in Seattle and that Seattle game? I mean, I, I do. I um, do too. As long as the weather is okay up there, Kyler doesn't play great in bad weather. Tiny um, hands. Tiny hands. Tiny you know, man. He probably buys the smaller Custom controller X- for his PS4. Yeah, he probably buys the smaller one. You know, you can buy like the kids' version, so you can like reach your thumbs can reach. He's probably in there playing like little tiny hands, man. He um, just uses the computer mouse. Yeah, he might have to. He might be a big computer Call of Duty guy, right? Um, I mean, I've got I, some interest in Kyler. Um, my, I, I do. My, just, just, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I think I think that my uh, ownership projection thing might be broken because it says Tom Brady uh, is going to be forty eight percent owned. So. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think you're broken. broken. I have Brady here at about <laughs> nine to twelve percent. 
Okay, that's what I was curious about because, like, last week he got there in a very Mm -hmm. interesting way. Um, I don't think that, you know, Lenny's going to have two receiving touchdowns again. That's highly unlikely. But I think I might rather go to Tom for $1,000 less um, than Kyler in that Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is just – they're bad, man. God yeah. awful. With no man. TJ Watt, Pittsburgh's not that not they don't have anything on defense. Tom mm-hmm. Brady's thrown over 50 passes the last two weeks. I yeah. mean, yeah. he's he's back into his groove. You know, you can tell in the They're beginning gonna... of the season, obviously there wasn't some things going the way they wanted to. 50 and passes, I... two games. I mean, you can't so the in... ignore that the... volume. Yeah, the interesting thing I like about this too is like at least what I'm seeing right now is you know, Brady's gonna be like nine to twelve, but Godwin and Evans are going to be very low owned, and Lenny is projecting to be the number one owned owned player on the slate. Yeah, I'm loving. I'm so loving in that Evans this case, week. we'll talk more about that. But in that case, like I'm with you, Brady and the passing game becomes very interesting now. Yeah, like very appealing. I guess. And then I, say. I mean, I'm going right back to Kirk at six thousand. I have him on here. Yeah, My, Miami's defense is a tire fire. Miami's whole organization right now is so route. They can't decide whether players are hurt or not. Yeah. Like they're a fucking mess. And yeah, they're they're my, president, my, CEO. They're all involved. The HR department. This, <laughs> they're, they're all involved right now. It's an absolute disaster. But my only concern there is is whoever Miami decides to trot out there quarterback. You know, I this can get they keep pretty up? ugly. Yeah, that's my fear. We too. thought about, but we thought that last week with the Bears. Yeah, and the Bears kept up because you know what Minnesota's defense just isn't that great. And Kirk yeah, Cousins can throw the ball in the red zone, even though he yeah, completed I like ninety percent of his passes in three quarters. He's got his limitations, right? I, so I think McDan- I think McDaniel will come up with a good plan to keep this like at least somewhat manageable. Like I don't think Miami's that bad will get blown out, you know? Like, mm, but no, I don't uh, think so either. But uh, of the mid-range guys in that like fifty-five to like. 62 range um or 63 for me it's brady and, and cousins are my two yeah two guys you can't, in range. you can't yeah, ignore like what geno smith and the seahawks have been doing you just can't ignore it i mean you can hate it but the amount they're throwing the ball and the amount of touchdowns and points that geno is putting up i mean the last three weeks 24 35 23 and he put up an 18 point game in week one he's 5700 and the Seattle's airing it out, dude. They're going DK, lock it. I mean, line up that stack for me. So, Especially in that PM time when everyone goes to that Buffalo KC game. Give me some Seattle. What He's I'm seeing actually right now, getting a little owned. Gino is showing for me as the second highest owned quarterback. On me this too. Yeah. And so I, I'm i with you, Joe. I, I came <laughs> into the week like kind of throwing some dummy lineups around with Gino because it's, you know, it's just too easy, right? But I think looking at it now, if I'm going to play that game, I'm – probably going to play Kyler for half the ownership. I know you have to pay up for it, but Mm -hmm. the Cardinal side of this game is going to be the low owned side. So everyone's going to see. I I don't, I don't hate the Gino call Joe. Yeah. My only issue issue with Gino is that when he plays good defenses, they, they don't do anything. I mean, week one and two, you know, he threw for 195 and 197 yards. Right. Then they what play makes three. Arizona a good defense, though. Uh, so I don't know if they are or not. Right. I, I I think that they have some pieces that they can be. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't just, know. You are what you are, and Arizona is one of those teams this year that no one's even just thinking about I because offense think and no, defense they're average. I think it's one of those division. Not, it's one okay. of those divisional games where like. I'm I'm basically playing the other side of what you're thinking, Joey. Of like, mm-hmm. Gino's been rolling. Gino's been doing this. Gino's been great. There's going to be one of these weeks where Gino's just going to lay a gigantic turd. Well, and, you have to remember too. The reason Gino's doing this is because Seattle's getting blasted on defense and giving up so many points. Right? Like it yeah. creates that like up tempo game. Um, I'm with you, Joe. I don't think the Cardinals' defense is very good, but like. I mean, I bet on the Eagles last week, and the Cardinals did not – like, they – you know what I mean? Like, they held that game together. Like, we talked about at the beginning, if if Kyler just has a sense of game management, like, that game's going to overtime, right? So – And there and there's just some guys <clears throat> cheaper than Geno that I would rather play that have some yeah, running. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go to those guys because that's where I'm 
Go ahead. I, I don't I'm know. Not, who I like I'm not going. Here. I'm not paying less than Gino. So if you really? have some, there's two some guys down here that I love. So Joe, you take on. one, and I'll and I'll do the other one. Okay. You go first. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be the Milf Hunter, Zach, Zach Wilson. Yes. Well, I mean, what are we going to start paying this kid a little bit of respect? I mean, they did it with the running game last week, but that's. That was heavy, heavy variance that yeah. is just going to flip back to the other side, right? He didn't kill you last week either at 14.6 at 5,300. And he's the same price this week. He's playing Green Bay. Green mm-hmm. Bay fucking sucks. Like, it's going to be one of those games, I think, where it shoots out a little bit. Really like him to kind of get back on track this week. I think they were easing him back the last couple weeks. I mean, he's a dynamic player, and I think that he's going to have a decent game, and there's just nobody going to be playing him. Yeah. Like, he's absolute. He's a guy in my larger field single entries that I really want to have because no one's going to play him. And you got to think Green Bay coming back from, you know, from London, right? Like, they don't, they don't look an good. easy trip. They don't well, look they don't great. Look, they look terrible. Yeah, they don't look good at all. You know, I, I still so, don't think their defense is terrible, but yeah, I'm with you. He's going to be. Zero percent out. When and the main reason too is his 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 pieces that you can stack with them, and we'll talk about it later when we get to stacks. Is they're very cheap, yeah. right? Um, I mean Garrett Wilson, who popped off a few weeks in a row, all of a sudden, you know, hasn't done a whole bunch, and it's just like he's still getting the targets. He's just not converting him. Elijah Moore, he's yeah. still he leads the team in air yards, not converting him, right? So right. at some point the variance is going to come back down to earth, and both of those guys are five thousand or less. That stack really allows you to get to some of those other players in some of these premium games that we want to. You could even add in like a do a Dobbs from um, from Green Bay, and then you can basically go get whoever you want from whatever game you want to, right? Yeah. So Joe, who who is your guy, cheap guy down here? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go to that Baltimore game, it's Danny Dimes yes. at 5,200, right? I mean, he's the, you can argue that he's the second-best running quarterback in the NFL. 100%. I mean, they they are at the point, the Giants, where they don't know if Jones is going to be their guy in the future. They're actually pretty certain they're not because the way they're playing him is, no, we're going to go get wins right now. We're going to change the culture of this team, and we're not trying to save Danny Dimes' health. They're going to run the ball. They're giving him the ball. Saquon's a, a weapon. This Baltimore defense has not been anything special, right? You no. get that you know, that notion in your head, just like the Steelers, that, oh, Baltimore and the Steelers, they got these great defenses. No. Not this year. And Daniel Jones is showing something, and the reality is is he's putting up points and he's just not getting in the end zone. Yep. Get this guy in the end zone a couple of times this week, especially if they start blowing them out and he really has to start hucking and chucking it and maybe get some of these receivers back, someone like a Kadarius Tony or something that's you know highly unlikely. But he starts getting some of these guys back – I mean, I'll pair him with Darius Slayton, go with Andrews on the other side, right? Darius Slayton's one of those dudes, he never starts. And somehow the Giants receiving core gets depleted every year. And then the guy catches two touchdowns from Daniel Jones. So I think that's the easiest one. If I'm going to try to get weird in lineups and I need to cut some cut some costs, it's Daniel Jones. 100%. Right. I mean, that's the guy for me to uh... – there's there's no reason not to try him out. Um, at fifty two hundred, like you're telling me that he's only three hundred dollars more than PJ Walker. Like I just I don't get the pricing there. Yeah. Uh, for the amount and, of no, I know I know why. It's because in, in five games he has three touchdown passes. You know, so on the stat sheets in fantasy football, it doesn't look great. But when you actually watch this guy play, yeah, he's playing really well for what he's got, and he's running the hell out of the ball. He's got 230 rushing yards this year. I mean, it's he's got amazing. he's got a higher projection this week than Stafford, Lawrence, Mariota. Like, and it's because they're going to be playing from behind. It's yeah. going to be one of those guys again in the first half. You're going to go, oh shit, why did I take him again? And then in the super- second half, you go, okay, there's the 20 points I was looking for right? again. Super cheap. You can you can pair him if you just want to do the easy thing and not overthink it. Just pair him with Saquon Barkley and move on. Yeah, because you're right there. You're gobbling up ninety five percent of the rushing TD market share on the Giants right there. And yep. then if he happens to throw one to Saquon, like then you're really, really, really 
getting different with the field. And again, that's a cheaper stack where you can run back with Andrews and then kind of just get whoever you want to, right? Because the in quarterback this game, is so cheap. In yeah. this game, when you get two quarterbacks that are willing to run the ball like crazy, you're going to get points. A lot yeah. of third downs are going to get converted, right? Yep. A lot of – you just – the ball is going to be moving constantly. There's going to be a game. lot of plays in this game. Exactly. Yep. A lot of plays, and that's that for that. So let's go to running backs. I like it. Um, at the top, um, I don't know. I kind of have this weird feeling about Christian McCaffrey this week. Um, not that I want to go that high at running back, but no Matt Rule, new coach. He's going, fuck it. I'm I'm trying to win myself a head coaching job right now. He's going to run McCaffrey 30-plus times. He doesn't give a shit. He, if he this doesn't work out, he is going to be a coach on a different team next year. So he's going to run McCaffrey to the ground. Yeah, he doesn't care. And they're going to go back. They're going to sit down. My only concern is that I don't know if Baker's going to play. He's so, not going to play. It's he, PJ. That's they ruled him out, so it is for sure PJ. I think oh, that's, that's, that's what I saw today. So no one's going to play McCaffrey. So you can play – well, he's getting <laughs> a little ownership, but not enough to really care about. Here's here's my only concern with it. Like, who knows if they're true. But, like, there's rumors that, like, the, the Panthers may just fire sell this thing. Right. Like they're going to have the number one overall pick as of today. Like if they're going to trade McCaffrey, which is they're very not, possible. So they already came out and said that they're not going to do that. Okay. So, I, I mean, I still don't see why they wouldn't personally, but I see what you're saying. Like, but until, until just because the actually, draft capital, the draft capital for a running back trade is just not high enough to exactly. trade your star. It's going to be like a fourth round pick, which is not worth it. You know what I yeah. mean? Even for a guy as good as McCaffrey. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't. If you want to play him, then play him. Don't not play him because these rumors are coming out about trading him. Yeah, no. Until he's until he's traded. I mean, this is the lowest price that I think Christian Christian McCaffrey has been priced at Since in, like a, in a year. long, long time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, he put up twenty three points against the best defense in the NFL last week. I know he got a lot of catches and they were playing from behind and everything, but that's what they're going to do. That's going to be the same exact situation this week. (laughs) Exactly. Like that's not going to change a whole lot. My problem is there's just so much value at running back so far this year. Like, no, no, yeah. I'm I'm not saying I'm going like all in on McCaffrey. No, I know. I I just have this feeling this week that it's going to be one of those McCaffrey weeks when everyone goes, Oh, well, the nice part about how he's, how, you know, how he's owned, you don't have to play a lot of McCaffrey. No. Yeah. And well, and the best part about it is that, um, you know, opponent rank right next to his name first. Yep. Right. It's going to scare the shit out of people. And the reality is the Rams yeah, don't man. look great. Yeah. yeah. What about below that? Who are you guys on? I, I'm not playing Fournette at that ownership. I, it burned me last week. I came into this week saying, you know what? Like chalk has been hitting. Maybe the industry is getting sharper. Maybe I need to get smart and just kind of play, you know, a few guys that are chalky, but. I'm personally citing if I'm going up in that price range, like I'm just not doing it. I'm not going to pay play Lenny at that. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's an interesting thought. I mean, the chalk opinion for me is really like the types of tournaments that we play. It's not a huge factor. It well, you just play your guys, right? You get, we can, especially us. I think, you know, me personally, I'm pretty good at finding some like weird guys every week who will go off. um, And I'm usually pretty successful with that. And if I try and get too weird elsewhere, then I'm missing these really, really good situations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play a lesser guy, you know, for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, but I definitely think that there's an argument to be made for the guys on either side of him in cook and Mixon. Now I don't really like how cook is they're using Madison quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I get why, right? Like Cook has a hit, hit injury history. They're trying to keep him as healthy as possible because they have designs on, you know, making a little bit of a run in the AFC North, which is understandable. Um, so if that's going to be the case, I'm just going to go all on to mix in at 6,900. Um, the Bengals breakout week is coming. And yes. New Orleans – they have good tackling linebackers, but they can't cover people too well. Mixon, again, we're, we're talking about a guy that's getting 
85 to 95% of the running back snaps. Samaj yeah. P. Ryan comes in very, very periodically in two-minute situations. Oh, yeah. Mixon, Mixon already has 96 carries through five weeks. His right? usage is unbelievable. So like they and he only has one touchdown. Again, that that's gonna change. This is why I said this with Lockett last week when I was just yeah. like, look, he's getting the volume, no touchdowns. It's gonna happen. The aggregate, right? It's gonna happen. The average yep. is gonna happen. So yeah. I, I like, like the, the mixing, mixing call. call. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I would rather play mixing over Fournette. I'd rather play mixing over Cook personally. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean he's yeah, he's, and you gotta got ninety six attempts and one rushing touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, one. and a lot of and a lot of goal line tries, right? And, and, the, and just no receiving happening. touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. So you get a guy getting 14, 24, 12, 19, 27 rushing attempts and only one touchdown. Yeah. You're gonna go the other way to the for regression in that one. Mm-hmm. That's really where I'm kind of yeah. when I was looking at, you know everything this week that that's really what popped out to me and 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 to go back to Fournette for a second in this situation with Tampa Bay you got to tell yourself a story of what's going to happen in this game and who's going to get the touchdowns right I'm on Evans this week like I might not even be on Brady but like Evans is my guy so Fournette's not and you just gotta you gotta pick your side and you gotta roll yep all Um, right let's go down um I really like Kamara if Jameis doesn't play Right. If Jameis plays, that entire offense changes and Kamara doesn't get the ball, he doesn't get catches. If Andy Dalton's the quarterback, yes, Taysom Hill is going to snake some stuff from you. Kamara still had a big week last week, even with Taysom Hill getting four he, touchdowns. He did. Kamara he still did. had 28 points. So if it's the Andy Dalton show over there, I'm in love with Kamara this week. If it's Jameis, I'm out. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm personally just going to go down into these lower sixes where I think my two favorite plays in the week. And I just don't really care about ownership here is, is Wilson and Stevenson. Like they're just in such an awesome spots. Like, yeah. At if the low one 6K, thing, you know what I mean? Go ahead, if there's one thing that I've learned about these lower end running backs that are highly owned. There's a reason for it. And they usually go off. Right. Yeah, they well, usually get you your four X. Even if you're part of the ownership, you're gonna get contrarian elsewhere in your lineup. So don't get too obsessed with that one or two guys, especially if it's a six K running back, you know is gonna go for twenty-five. Well, Wilson and Stevenson, sh- I mean, I know they both went up in price, but like the situation, they're both clearly the bell cow, like they should be in the sevens here. Like yeah, I, I that's I don't, my thought. I definitely don't think that they're priced correctly. Yeah. Um yeah, I in I mean Jeff Wilson's of, getting more touches than Mixon. I don't <laughs> I don't understand why people just they're just still not playing him. And yeah. it's like I do you guys not watch the games? Like and even if you don't watch the games and you're a fucking spreadsheet nerd, you can see you can that see he's it. getting the carries. <laughs> yeah. So like at 6200 a base projection of 16 points. Yeah. Like against the terrible Atlanta team. Like this is a bad. This is a second road game in a row. The Niners just want to run the ball, burn the clock, yeah. get the hell out of there, and get back to the West Coast to mm-hmm. get ready for their big matchup with the Chiefs next week. Like they are not going to throw the ball around. Now, Atlanta has shown that they could be pretty good, and the Niners are pretty severely banged up on the defensive side, especially in the secondary. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, if you wanted to get cute, you could maybe play a little bit of Tevin Coleman, but just be careful. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) You know, I I was a little sad to see the guy, the ownership on one of my guys from last week, who's clearly the dominant force in that backfield. And that's Raheem Mostert. Um, Yeah. You've got Mike McDaniel that came from San Francisco that worked with Raheem. Yeah. (laughs) Like he is in the doghouse. Well, Edmonds. Edmonds isn't quick enough to, to he's more scheme. of that like weird, like he's a gadget shifty, player. He like sits and like chops it a lot like a, a lot like Le'Veon Bell used to do, right? And trying to look for an area. Like that is not what Mike McDaniel's run scheme is predicated on. It's pre- predicated on hitting a certain spot, you know, making one cut and going. Yeah. And 
if he's got a guy that's going to listen to him and run that scheme until Raheem Mostert gets hurt, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to continue to play him. Now, yeah, he, didn't yeah. practice, he didn't practice today, so I'm hoping okay. that... Yeah, it's, it's veteran maintenance on a Wednesday. I mean, I'm so I'm, I only bring that up because I'm really hoping that it just people kind of sour on him and think that he's not going to get a lot of run or anything like that. Um, I'm more curious. I wanted to see what you guys are doing with Kenneth Walker. Well, hold on real quick. I want to, I want to go to Devin Singletary. Well, real, real quick. There's two guys above that, that I have interest in and that's Brees Hall and your boy, Jim, I'm, I'm on him this week. You've been playing him all year. So I'm giving you credit, but this is Devin Singletary week. Yep. Yeah, it's Devin this Singletary, is man. This and is that, the contrarian week to get weird. And, and get he's come, he's sub 10% in that game. Like that's if, if we think the Chiefs got a pass rush with Chris Jones and all that, like this is like the first time in the running back category we've agreed, by the way. So and, full hammer singletary. <laughs> so yeah. I like I him mean, a lot this week. You just you get you get hypnotized by Travis Kelsey's four touchdowns and blah blah. Look at what Josh Jacobs did in that game. Yeah. Yes. He ran all over the Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs are not stupid. They're going to, or the Bills are not stupid. They're yeah. going to watch that. They're playing on the road. They want to win and they really don't care how yeah. after what happened last year, right? Um, I'm I'm I didn't mention Singletary because I figured you guys were sick of sick of me talking no, about dude. Singletary. Nope, this but, is it. Um all right, I'm, he, I'm happy you guys are on the train. And I'll just oh, yeah. boomerang all the way to the bottom and we can <laughs> come back up. But I, I'm playing McKinnon on the other side too. Like I, at 4,900, like that's that's how I'm going to get different in this. Yeah, game. my my only thing, Vinny, with that. So I thought about it too. Like I because like sucks, McKinnon, dude. he's look he he looks good. Um, Clyde's is is McKinnon going to get you 20 points? Right, like that's what you're looking for. He's just below 5K or he needs 18 points, right? Do yeah. you really believe he's going to be the 18-point guy? I couldn't talk myself into it, but I love watching McKinnon play. Just the, so, so the thing that like areas the ball goes to. The thing that – yeah, that's true. There is a lot of targets in there, but the thing that stuck out to me is like they started putting him in in goal lines, like the goal line situations in the red zone last week. Like mm-hmm. he is a, a factor, and I think like Clyde just doesn't have the boom like that Andy Reid wants. you know. And again, if this game gets kind of wild and gets crazy – we talked about it just now with Buffalo. If Buffalo's pass rush is just absolutely getting after uh, Mahomes here, like McKinnon could get five to eight targets easily in this game, right? Yeah. So I don't Hell know, yeah. forty seven hundred. Like, I, I'm glad you brought it up though, because I, I definitely I was thinking about it hard this week, and I was just I couldn't talk myself into it. So I'm going to need you guys to do that for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, okay, you, you touched on Kenneth Walker. What, what's your thoughts? Because I called this – I just retweeted it last night. I called this back in the draft. Like, someone reported Rashad Penny is going to get 20 touches a week, and I was like, by week five, Kenneth Walker will be the starter. Whoa, and okay, sure well, enough, Penny, we're going Penny's on to week six. I get it, but the world works in mysterious ways. Okay. He's the better running back. I, no doubt about it. I, I, he, he is. I just – Man, my, my biggest talk. fear is DJ Dallas and some of those other guys <laughs> that they mix in. I just yeah. don't know. I would rather play some chalk in some other positions. Yeah, there I can't play all the chalk guys. Totally. So yeah, and, Walker, and you, you got to think: Is Kenneth Walker going to get the volume? Like, it's very easy. We don't have him this week, which sucks. But it was very easy to play Damian Pierce at fifty four hundred every week, right? We knew he was getting twenty carries a game. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, like, he might not get ten this week. And Kenneth Walker is right now the third highest on back on the slate in terms of. Ownership. And he can absolutely just bust. And there's plenty of guys in that five K range that we know so, are going to get the ball a hell of a lot more. One yeah. one of my like big deciding factors. I was looking in between Kenneth Walker and Ramondre Stevenson. Okay. Kenneth Walker only shows up in the optimals about 10 to 11% of the time. Ramon Jerry shows up in the optimal lineup 22 to 24% of the time. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm going to play chalk, I need it to hit. So I'm going to go to the area that I believe it most possible to hit. I, I think this could be one of those games where if it is a shootout, Right, I know that Pete wants to run the ball, but 
you know, Lockett. I'm I'm all over Lockett once we get to receivers and DK. You could play either one of them. I just yeah. think that I'm going to go find somebody else other than yep. Walker this week. Um, and I don't really need to go spending down here like that. Like there's some guys cheaper no, like we talked about. I'm with you, Vinny, on McKinnon. I think you yeah. have to play McKinnon, especially I think you have to play McKinnon when you're doing okay. a full game stack of that game. Just to get a little bit different. Yeah. Exactly. Well, number one, uh, people are still really scared about doing full-on game stacks. They just won't do it. They won't run four guys from one team and three guys from another team. But look, okay. if this game is going to score yeah. 90 points like the Detroit game, you've yeah. already seen that it will work this year. Well, right? if you don't have it and it does hit that, like even the two or three pieces doesn't get you there. Well, it, it, yeah. it, it, it might, but you're just guaranteeing yourself that it'll hit, right? And it's a cheap yeah. piece to that game that isn't really going to be there. So I'm glad that you brought it up because I am in on it. Um, yeah, and, I, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to this. It's that Baltimore Giants game. Um, the lineups I have Danny Dimes in. I'm probably going to have J.K. Dobbins in. He okay. he is the sneaky goal line guy, right? We saw it two weeks ago where he just got two touchdowns. He stole from Lamar. It was Lamar's bum week. So I think in lineups you don't have Lamar and you're going with that stack, you got to have Dobbins. And he's right in that range with everyone else where everyone's going to be playing Kenneth Walker and Dobbins is going to come in at 2% again and potentially get you 20-plus points. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the only other guy that I'll kind of mention, it, it broke my heart last week, but it's the tide is officially starting to shift in Jacksonville towards ETN. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be his show still here. Hasn't gotten that, still hasn't gotten that touchdown. It is coming, people. Just, but ten, just ten carries last Patience. week, Patience. you know, Patience. five targets. Just relax. Points. Yeah. It, he pops one of, those t- one of those touches in last week, and he's over 20 points. You yeah, know, so exactly, man. No, ETN is so electric, dude. He's so yeah. electric. It, it's so I think crazy, that's so. that's a good pivot off if you're gonna, you know, to get off Walker if you're gonna do yeah. it. So cool. Well, before we go into receivers, I say we talk about our new favorite product. Absolutely. Hey, I don't. I don't know about you guys, but um, I do this thing now where I go to the gym every morning before I actually go to work. And if you guys didn't know, I work in a gym, but <laughs> cool. I bring my entire travel pack with me to the club. I literally get to spend the entire day there. Don't have to come back home. I get ready in the morning right there in the club. I have all my entire kit with me in my beautiful leather Manscaped bag. And I swear, people just going, that's a good looking bag. Yeah. People have mentioned it, right? So it's been my new favorite product. Um, people have been asking me, oh, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm just like, more Manscaped products. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zone 20. if you're talking about <laughs> Christmas... I did. I just did it myself. I'm looking at the box. I went to manscaped.com. I, I I said, look, I've got three brother-in-laws, four brother-in-laws, right? Big family that I married into. What am I going to get these guys? They're all good buddies of mine. I've all known them for a long time. I'm like, oh, duh. I can use Zone 20 and get 20% off from free shipping. So I just knocked out my whole, basically my whole family's Christmas shopping in about 30 seconds last week. It's here. I don't have to think about it. I've got months now where I can just kind of sit back, relax, you know, got them the lawnmower, got them the bags so that way they're all set up. I mean, it's just so easy, right? So again, it's manscaped.com. Our promo code that when you use it, you're supporting us directly is zone 20. They get you 20% off. And free shipping worldwide. So I know that we have some listeners around the globe. We appreciate everybody. You guys can all take advantage of this. If you go to Manscaped's website, you get, you know, free shipping within your local area without the promo code. With the promo code, nationwide, across the world, Budapest, Dubai, Italy, Germany, across the pond in Cherryode, England. Um down in Mexico City where the Niners are going to be playing in a couple of weeks, Guadalajara, wherever it might be, Zone 20, free shipping, manscaped.com. If you haven't checked it out yet, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go do it. Couldn't have said right. it better. Have nothing to add. Love it. Well, let's, let's move on to receivers, rock. boys. Let's do let's it. Go. Let's go. Oh, um, boy. We'll, let's, just, let's just stay away from uh, – so we don't waste any time on – 
the games we talked about, Buffalo, yeah. KC, right? We we yeah. know who the guys are there. We got we got Diggs, we got Gabe Davis, you got yep. Kelsey. Let, let's move on. So what, what are some of the other receivers here at the top? Let's just go above seven K range that you guys are falling in love with. Oh, a little seven, a little seven. I mean, I yeah, dude. I I kind of like. I, first off, I mean, I like the Vikings call, Jim, that you talked about. Like, if obviously Jefferson is the yes. must play if you're gonna do it. Yes. I also like. Apparently, Tyreek was in a walking boot leaving the game on Sunday, but he practiced in full today, so that's not a factor. Maybe it was just stylish. He wanted to look good walking out in a boot, but uh, I don't know I, about that. Bringing it back with Tyreek or Waddle. I know Waddle's not in the 7K, but, you know, he just is so freaking explosive. And he's a guy that can take two-yard passes from Skyler Thompson to the house. Like, he doesn't need the 90, you know, the 60-yard bomb to do it. Sure. Like, um, so, if their ownership doesn't climb, I like those two plays up top. Yeah, I mean, it's Jefferson for me. Um, for sure. He's, he's too cheap. He should be up there with Cooper Cup. He's getting the same usage. I mean, Gabe Davis broke the slate last week, but Jefferson had like 18 points in by the end of the first quarter and didn't even have a touchdown. He had like he, he had like 10 catches for like 76 yards by the end of the first quarter. It's like what's going on? So yeah. like his target fact, share is ridiculous, man. He he he's the only guy that consistently has that boom upside. I mean, he's in the, he, and he's just going under owned. I mean, he's finding himself in the optimal lineup 17 to 18% of the time, and he's only being owned 12 to 13%. So yeah. you have a positive leverage. And I would say he's got a little slight lower floor, but he's the exact same as Cooper Cup for almost $1,000 less. Like, why would you not just play Justin Jefferson if you're going to do it? 100%. You know? Cooper Cup so. is bang, a little bit banged up. They're playing a bad team. Miami is a team that can actually stay with the Vikings and make him relevant for the entire game. So, I mean, it, it, for me, it's Jefferson. The other guy that um, just kind of hasn't had since that Monday night game, obviously, uh, is Debo. Um He's a little bit higher owned than I was expecting him to be. That was um, my thoughts exactly. See, I, I just but I mean, think, like, especially with the higher, like I don't. But care. especially with the higher ownership, I just don't feel like they need him. And the Niners have done a pretty good job with, like, you know what? We don't really need Debo in this situation. Yeah, so my, we're not going to push it. You yeah, know? so like, to they, that point, they got Super Bowl hopes, right? He, they're like, we're not going to lose this guy to a small muscle tear. That yeah, he always gets. I mean, to that point, like, I'm with you. I, I came into the day going. Like pulling up ownership, hoping if he was going to be like sub five and everybody was going to this game, you know, the Bills game and Jefferson, I'd play Debo at that for sure. But I just don't think you need to go there for a guy that could very well not be used on Sunday when you have so much good talent around him. So there's a really good chance he does not get used. That That's the only thing that scares me at that price range. Yeah. I want to see Debo in a game that we know is going to be competitive. Yes. And they're going to have to get him involved to win the next game. week versus he, the Chiefs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But sure. But the Niners' defense is so banged up that any of these games on the road could just be competitive. See, I, yeah. I just don't think so. I think the Niners' defense is solid. I think D'Amico Ryan's is that good of a coordinator. Um, obviously, they're missing their corners and everything, but they're they're predicated they just, on that front seven and their safeties. Right? I think he they're just has so a much solid. I think he just has a much lower floor than like, like for instance, he's going to be around the same ownership. I'm sorry. He's going to be more ownership than Hollywood Brown. And I'll just play Hollywood who's getting 12 to 14 targets a game. Like yeah, the biggest part of their offense. You know what I mean? I mean, is um, I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to move, I'm going to move it on. I'm going to move it on. So we keep it moving here. So we don't have a three hour podcast. Um, Mike right. Evans is the guy this week. Um, Mike cool. Evans, I think this is a two to three touchdown game. I think it's a no doubter. He's my sure thing. I'm going to put him in a 60 plus 60% plus lineups this week. Um, the only thing that scares me is that opponent ranked 32 people might get attracted to that, but you guys are saying his ownership's not going up that high. Even if he's at 10%, uh, 12%, I'm still over Mike Evans. He is my shot this week. Mike Evans is like 5%. Oh, geez. Thank you. That I'm is showing I'm showing Russell Gage is going to be higher on than him. That so. is beautiful, beautiful stuff. So I think Mike Evans, this is the week. Um, he's the leading active receiver in touchdowns in the NFL right now. Um, he's two away from 80. 
this is the week he goes up above 80. I mean, he's a touchdown machine, and he's going to continue that this week. Well, he is. All right. I, I also think you can go to Godwin on the, uh, the other side. I was kind of off Godwin because of ownership but last week, but he's dropped down. He's now in like 8%, yeah. which kind of goes back to the Bucks game. Like, I think both these guys are playable. Pittsburgh's terrible. Like no, really both of them bad. are playable. Like I, I like Godwin, but again, I, I truly think this is the Evans week. Yeah. What about some other one-offs, Jim? Any others that uh, you're liking? I mean, Tyler Lockett's going to be, you know, twenty yeah. percent plus owned. Lockett, Lockett's for me. I, I again, I don't care. Um, either him or Metcalf. I was going to um, say you, you have to like DK a little bit too. Then. Yeah, I mean, Seattle or Arizona does have some larger corners that can match up a little bit better with DK. Uh, We saw it last week with AJ Brown kind of get shut down a little bit. Um, Very much the same type of receiver that DK is. Right. Um, So, you know. That's fair. But, I mean, I'm just going to keep going back to Amari Cooper. Um, It's your boy. I I mean, he he had the one fizzle out week, but, again, last week just continues to produce and – and score 20 plus points and you know i don't really know what else you want out of yeah. a receiver you know well, the, and he's he, dropped in price yeah he the keeps best, going down in price so yeah. it's like no you, all right. that's good there he he's solid um the matchup you know belichick's gonna do everything he can to stop nick chubb and make Brissett beat him so the throws 100%. are gonna happen the targets are gonna happen but the yeah. best pivot of the week it's chris alave a hundred dollars less than lockett this guy is a stud and he's getting the yes. ball. And then honestly, he's yeah. like the only person I don't care if Winston or Andy Dalton are playing. Olave's getting the targets and he's doing something with them. He's going to have another one of those games soon. And it could be the Cincinnati game, right? The Cincinnati get right game where these offenses are going at each other. And this ends yeah. up being the highest scoring game of the day. Like so that. yeah, Chris Olave, he's in concussion protocol right now, but he'll be good by Sunday. Um, he's in like stage three of five on Wednesday. So he's going to be good to go. So Chris Olave, I'm going to line him up all over the place. I was really disappointed he wasn't on the slate last week. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that a lot. Uh, another guy down there um, that I'm going to keep going back to as long as he's healthy is Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. When when he's on the field, he's 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 like getting an Amari Cooper level of target share. Okay. I mean it's it's just unbelievable. So you know, had a good week last week again. Uh, 27 points after being hurt for a couple of weeks, but he's hit double digit fancy points every single week. So, yeah. you know, seven for 111 in a touchdown last week. Even that is with Bailey Zappi, right? Um, he's Baller. he's the guy I think that you can really go pretty heavy on in that game um, if you want to get away from the Ramondre chalk and go to somebody else um, because. Both of those defenses are not very good. Um, so there will be some points scored in this game. Don't think that just because it's New England and Cleveland that this is not your New England and Cleveland of, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and everyone saw years. the shutout. Everyone saw the shutout last week, right? So people are going to just stay away from the game completely. And yep. it's like, guys, it's not going to be another shutout. The odds of that happening it's are, not, you know, monumental. They, they were at yeah. home. That was a weird thing. Like, it just, you know, I don't know. But uh, so that, that's where I'm going to there. Is there anybody down low, Vin? Um, well, I really oh, I like, before we get low, low um, at 5,100, I really like Tyler Boyd. The way these defenses have been playing against Joe Burrow this year yep. is they're playing that deep ball. They're trying to yep. make him throw underneath. And Burrow's yeah. not having the best time adjusting. You saw it last week. He did a lot better. He's giving the ball to Boyd more. And the reality is when Boyd's getting the ball over the middle, that's opening things up for Chase. Yeah. I think Boyd's getting more involved in the offense. You're going to see more volume to Boyd at 5,100. He could be an easy – he gets just that one touchdown, and he's getting us our 4 Yeah, T. T Higgins only played about eight snaps last game. His ankle's still bothering him. Uh, didn't practice again today. I would not be surprised if they just sat him down um, to let him get healthy this week. And then, yeah, I mean, if, if especially if T. Higgins sits, I might have, like, 30% Tyler Boyd. I think it's a great one-off and it's a cheap one too yeah. um, that I'm pretty attracted to. Totally. Love it. Let's, let's get below 5k. Uh, f- below five. Uh, well, I've got some juicy ones down here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do too. I know you guys always bag on me for it, but you seem to like both sides of this game. So I'll play a 1%, especially if Rashad Bateman misses. Just Duvernay's, say it. Duvernay is getting <laughs> seven, eight targets a game. 
And all he needs is like fucking one of them. And he's a 50 yard touchdown waiting to happen. You know what I mean? Like he's he's just too easy of a play. He also, he also returns a punt sometimes and that can help. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, I'm going back to George Pickens at 4,600. If we're going down the ladder, he's just getting too many targets. He's the guy I'd like to own. Um, I don't know why Marcus Valdez Scantling is only forty five hundred in that yeah. KC and Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. Um, That's because his big game was on a Monday night game, man. Didn't didn't hit the algorithm in time, right? So he's he's. I mean, he still is going to have that big game, and he just hasn't had right. Um, I had he, some interest in Alec Pierce before I saw he was going to be over ten percent. Yeah, why did everyone get all that train, man? You were the just first, hit man. week one, dude. You landed on Plymouth Rock first, though. We know. I mean, he I looks good. Like, if you have <laughs> he does to play, look good. Yeah. if you have to play Alec Pierce, like that's okay. Um, yeah. I really like Rondale, who's also getting owned. Yes, yeah. They're He's forcing involved. him the ball quite yeah. a bit. Um, look, I mean, look what Dorch was doing, and Rondell Moore's back. Dorch is out. Now you're getting a better player in that same spot. The targets exactly. are there. Rondell Moore can do something with it. Uh, I don't really care about ownership in that. Forty two hundred. Yeah. yeah, sign me up. You talked uh, about Joe, it getting no, different. In this, you, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jim. I said, Joe, you're going to Slayton at 38. I really, really like Slayton this week. I mean, okay. he's just that guy that they never start him. People get injured. He ends up being thrown in there, and he does a good job. You know, yeah, he's, and he'll he'll get those two deep person. balls, and he yeah, and he, he runs deep balls, person. right? He is the deep receiver. Like over the years, we've seen him catch deep balls over and over again. Yeah, and if they're going to be, if this game's going to run up, Slayton is going to have a game. I will tell you, if he does play, he practiced today limited, which was awesome to see. If he, if Wandale Robinson is active, play Wandale Robinson. He's yeah. he, he will be the second best, most talented player behind Saquon on this offense. Like the dude was freaking unbelievable at Kentucky. Like, well, did they gut? They took him with a higher pick. Like they're going to get him the ball. So. Just take a shot, thirty six hundred on him if you guys like that game. So mm-hmm. I, I also just noticed, why is Nicole Hardman at four thousand dollars? So that was the next guy I was about to hit on. One uh, percent ownership as well. I am seeing. I like. How's that possible? You want to talk about getting different in this game? Yeah, that's how you I do mean, it. Five targets Hardman's, last week. For Hardman's my number yards. one like showdown player. He's so cheap always, right? But he just never gets there. Well, he, he never just really punch, explodes. He hasn't scored since week one. That's why people are yeah, down I mean, on him. But, but he, what was encouraging was he like hurt his heel in that play, right? And it was like, <laughs> oh no, here comes his heel again. And he came back in even harder. And it was like, okay, so obviously this is an injury that it's a pain tolerance injury and yeah. not one that's going to hold him out. And it's not yeah. actually limiting his ability. It's all pain tolerance, which not going to hold me back. Yeah, the scary part is he's not playing. A, like he he's only playing like 40, 50% of the snaps. But again, if we think this game is going to pop off, I think he's an amazing play. Well, like, but like when he comes in, he comes yes. in for the specific reason of right. getting him the ball. Like he doesn't totally. play in like 12 personnel or 11 personnel a right. lot because he doesn't block, right? He plays yeah, in no, four wide just, receiver sets. No, exactly. He plays in 10 personnel. Oh, they'll put him in a running back, right? They, they, they put him in running back twice up, last week. They will line yeah. him up in the backfield. So I mean, he's the ult- we we play tournaments. He's the ultimate tournament player. Yep. Right. At four thousand dollars, like, I mean, what are we doing here? Of course, we got to have exposure to him if, if we're going to think about stacking that game. I mean, he fits perfectly. I I, I will say the same thing about it. I'm going to have him in, in a few lineups. Like, I know he's healthy with Isaiah McKenzie coming back, but Khalil Shakir looked freaking awesome last week in that offense. Like the. They're gonna find a way to get him involved in that offense. He did, but Vinny, when when McKenzie's healthy, he just like he does yeah. not even see the, He's the guy. I get it, man. But if they are again, it it all depends how you think this game goes, right? Like if you doesn't if, matter though, because like if McKenzie's healthy and on the field, then then Shakir is not. Well, I think a big yeah. question to that is if Dawson Knox doesn't play again. No, no, then Knox Shakir becomes Knox practice today. He he's gonna go. Okay, yeah, then flying. that changes things because with Knox out last week, like that opens up so many targets there for mm-hmm. him. But... Yeah, but Knox is going to be a go, no doubt. Okay. They held him okay. out last That's week fair. with the That's intention fair. of being ready for this game. All right, this week. all right, all right, all right. Talk me off the ledge. All right, 
I mean, so speaking of be, knocks, let's go to tight ends. Let's do it. It can be pretty quick here, right? I mean, yeah. Um, I so I love Dawson Knox, right? They they held him out last week. He probably could have ended up playing, and they held him out because they're they're they want to win this game, right? It's yeah. Buffalo Chiefs. It's in KC. Knox is going to be a part of the offense. He's too cheap. I don't even know what he's at right now. He's he's down there, and he's at thirty four hundred. I mean, be, he's going to be a fantastic run blocker, just like Kittle this week. Mm, I'm not okay. playing him. I mean, he, okay. I don't year, have him on my list. They 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 have shown how they want to use Dawson Knox this year, and it's and it's not in the receiving game. So he's just not to me. There's other guys who are just going to get targeted more that I would rather go to. I get the argument for him, but I just it's just a pass for me. Yeah, I have. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, below Kelsey and Andrews again, amazing plays. <laughs> I'll get them both into as many lives as I can. Uh, Joe, your boy, Evan Ingram, massive target share last week. Um, Dude, they just keep throwing him the ball. I think you got to look his way, you know, like he is super cheap, uh, 3,500. And Joku 4K is like, and Ingram, and Ingram has made a couple, Ingram has made a couple catches this year that are kind of ridiculous, you know, like he's yeah. not this like regular tight end, he's a receiver that's a big body, you know, they're yeah. gonna throw him the ball and he's gonna make some wild catches and hopefully one of them gets in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, and, and Joku's heavily involved with Cooper there in Cleveland. Earth, I have this weird, I got this weird gym. feeling that this might be a Tanyan two touchdown game. Um, he's getting, oh. he's getting the targets. The green Bay offense is not, you know, it makes sense. I, I get the argument. Trust me. He's caught 17 of his 20 targets this year. Right, so he's getting himself open every now and again. The thirty six hundred. All we're looking for is that touchdown putt in the second one. We're gold. I, I think. I think it's time to get back to our boy Irv. He, he's getting more targets than Tanyan. He's cheaper than Tanyan. Better game stack. Well, I mean, I, I personally like. I really like Zach Ertz again this week. Sure, he's getting so many freaking targets, and I, anytime yeah. they go into the two and four minute offense, it it's it's him and, and Rondale. And, and they're yeah. going to try and take shots to Hollywood Brown deep, but if it's not open, then it's him and Rondale, and it's that's where they just pile up points. Yeah, at don't, forty at forty nine hundred, they price them up. Uh, Higby is sucking the ownership away from Ertz, yeah, uh, which is I'll fine with me. Yep, um, I'll probably fade Higby. Uh, Zach Ertz is going to be my guy uh, if I'm paying up. If I'm paying down. Kate Otten. Kate Otten. I don't even care if Bray comes back. Yeah. He was being involved before Bray left. And yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I've been Brady's looking around girl. down here. There's just not a lot there. Yeah, it's just not. And like, I'm not going to force some something. Stuff. Yeah, like I'm not going to force something, right? Like maybe I don't even know who the backup tight end is in Pittsburgh. Um, if Fryermuth is out, but he practiced in a limited fashion. I like. I think the Tanyan call is interesting. Um, I think it's just one of those ones, guys. It, it's GPP, right? No one's going to be on him. He gets you that 15, 20 points. We're yeah. we're rolling. I yeah. mean, I, the guy that I kind of. I mean, if we're going to talk about stacking that game, is Daniel Bellinger on the Giants. Mm-hmm. People think that this is not a real person. Um, Dude, they gave you, him a re- they gave him a reverse on the two yard line for a touchdown last week. They obviously believe say, in this guy. If you watch the game. You know, Brian Dable, when, when when did we get the emergence of Dawson Knox? Is when Brian Dable got a hold of the play calling and really started calling the plays in Buffalo. He likes throwing the ball to the tight ends. Yeah. He likes athletic guys. He thinks that they're a great asset in the red zone. And on a team where you have basically dick for anybody else to throw the ball to, I really like Bellinger, you can pair him really cheaply with Danny Dimes and Saquon and have kind of a weird stack there. You can run it back with Dobbins and er, er, and, and uh, Andrews and have a really unique situation that's also pretty cheap, but add some of these other plays in there like Davis or Jefferson if you want to, right? Um, so I think he's my cheap option. I like it. Defenses. Right, so I'm, defense. I'm going to let you guys leave this one off. I mean <laughs> – Dude, the easy think, answer is just play Carolina. What? 
<laughs> I, uh, watching the what? Rams offensive line. I'm Absolutely, sorry, dude. Matt Rule got fired. This team's going to have a little bit of like energy finally. Get that guy out of the building. Dude, the if it Rams was at home, if it was at home, I might be on board with you, but they're going to LA. I What is what have the Rams done to make you think that they're going to just blow Carolina out here? Yeah. I mean, the the Niners who if Baker was don't playing, have a very dynamic offense scored 40 points on them. Yeah, but I think they, I think the Panthers are one of those defenses. The, the Panthers are one of those defenses the last two seasons, they take their shots. This is why they lead the league in the last two years and pick sixes and have these weird plays. Obviously, none of that worked out for them last week against the Niners, but they're that weird team that gets that defensive touchdown. But see, I just I think that McVay is just gonna pop on the tape and just see that we can just run the ball all over these guys. But they can't. Their line is so bad, dude. Well, so the, the weakness of Carolina's team is their front seven. I mean, their their main linebacker Frank Frankie Louvu's banged up. He didn't play last week. They yeah. lost. They lost. I mean, I I, know, I'm man. sorry. I'm not playing care. I'm trying to stay away from defenses that can get me negative points. Well, what's your yeah? What's your no matter what the price? What's your like favorite defense this week? Um, Jaguars. no matter what the price. Same. Jaguars, you yeah. said? Yeah. I really like the Jaguars. Yeah, that's just a broken team. I, they're playing the Colts, who are just a yep. broken team. I mean, exactly. Phil, I mean, not Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Same thing. Just, geez. It, it's bad, man. The amount of times yeah. he fumbles and, like, he flinches before he's even getting hit. Well, he can't move. Like, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not good, man. And yeah, that's the thing. He's a statue. Like, I'm going to pick the defense that's going against the statue that can't even throw the ball past 15 yards right now. Yeah. I mean, I – I really only have Fair. interest in, in the Jags and then maybe the Bills, but that's if you just want to get different. But I think I've just last week I just played the Cowboys all over the place and it was fine. Um, this week I'll just play the Jags all over the place and I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I all think right. the Jags is the consensus pick here. Yes. For me, I have the Jags, and then if I'm going up, it's the Bucks, just because Kenny Pickett is just a, a gunslinger and that team's terrible. So yeah, yeah he's got no help. He's yeah. got great receivers. Their offensive line is just <coughs> the same as the Rams. So you're guaranteed to get a turnover there. Yeah, I mean, if, if if you're gonna play Fournette, you have to play the Tampa Bay defense. Like, mm-hmm. if you're gonna eat that chalk, you have to eat both both the chalks, and because not a lot of people still will do that. Yeah, agreed. All right, guys. Well, that does it. Cool. Good Cops luck, everybody. Stacks. Oh, oh, we're going top stacks. Here. Oh yeah, Jesus, we got top stacks. We Just got top. Our, our our shot calls. My bad, guys. <laughs> top, top three. What do you got, Joe? Top three stacks. I mean, we got a Buffalo game, uh, the Giants game against Baltimore. Third stack is Cincinnati, New Orleans. Cincinnati, New Orleans. Okay. Ooh, Jim. I like that. And the New Orleans um, is going to be a lot dependent on who plays that quarterback of how that stack runs. I have a okay. lot of different options. Yeah, I, I like the I like the Giants game too. We just talked about it with tight end. I like how you can run Danny, Saquon, um, and Bellinger, or if you don't want to do that, pick one of the receivers and then run back with Dobbins and Andrews. Um, I really like that stack. You could play it the other way with Lamar too. The only problem is it's just a little bit more expensive because Lamar is, you know, three thousand dollars almost more than Daniel Jones is. Um but I think that Saquon has to be a part of that stack. He's he's the core piece of that game for me. Um, I really like the obviously the Chiefs game, but I really like Ken. We talked about it and identified um, Kelsey had four touchdowns. The one thing the Bills are going to promise that I promise that they're going to do is they're going to not let Kelsey beat them. Yeah. Um, so I really and, like and Jordan Poyer is uh, going to play this week. I yep. mean, he's arguably the best safety in the NFL right now. And uh, so look, that's going to be a factor. Am I going to have a stack with Kelsey in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have more stacks without Kelsey. Um, and I will just play Andrews in those spots, really. Um, but I really, really like that situation. I like how Hardman's cheap. I like how MVS is cheap. Um, I like that McKinnon is cheap um, with a premium quarterback. 
in in Mahomes, and you just have to play a couple of different co- um, combinations of that mm-hmm. um, in order to kind of figure out where you want to be. And then I think my third favorite stack is going to be the Arizona side, not the um, Seattle side of that game, where I'll play Kyler, I'll play Hollywood Brown, and then either Ertz or Rondale or both. And then it's really easy to run back with Lockett uh, and or DK. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, Bill's Chiefs, obviously. And then my two other favorite stacks are going to be Arizona and probably Tampa. Uh, just because I think the ownership and those two are in good spots. I mean, and speaking of broken teams, Pittsburgh's broken, man. I will definitely have at least one Kirk Cousins stack, though. Yeah, um, they're on here. I don't know how aggressive I'm going to get with that. I might just go Cousins and Jefferson, but he does like like Joey said, he hasn't been getting it done in the end zone very much this year. So I might throw a, a Jefferson Thielen Cousins stack, um, and then pick somebody on the Miami side to run it back with, like maybe a Moster and Waddle or something like that. I like it. All right. Ready for our uh, our shot calling? Shot call. I'm, I'm two weeks in a row that I've hit mine. So, dude, I feel like I've been on fire with these shot calls this year. Um, Mike Evans, 10 catches, two touchdowns, floor. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's a hell of a floor. I can see a 14 catch, 170 yard, two touchdown, three touchdown type game for Mike Evans this week. Okay. I can get behind that. Vinny? Yeah. I, uh, I think Kyler goes for over 30 this week in points. DraftKings. Nice. I think this is the week. While everyone's focused on that Buffalo game, Kyler's going to be kind of stealing the show on, on the other channel. I'll follow you up with that with I think that two at least two of those touchdowns and 100 of those yards are going to go to Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz will be the piece that you will absolutely have to have in your lineups this week. hey to win a championship. I like it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I think that pretty All much right, covers guys. it. Yep. Well, now that wraps we can it officially up. say it's over. It's wrapped up. So thank you guys for listening. Good luck this week. Make sure you are tweeting your winnings, tagging Red Zone DFS, DFS Joey Levine, Vinny Levine 29, JJ McIntosh. Follow us on Twitter. Retweet. Manscaped. 20% off. Zone 20. It is the, the holidays are coming up. Don't wait like I do every single year. And I have to get some Hanukkah. Get gift. ahead of it. Just get ahead of it. I'm going to be ahead of it this year. Right? You get, I'm going to go you, Manscaped. Zone 20. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, you could literally get all eight <laughs> gifts at manscaped.com. Individually wrap them. And with the big, uh, the big uh, uh, what do you call it? The cr- big crescendo. When you light the last candle, make sure you bust out the lawnmower 4.0 um, when you're uh, cutting up the challah, if you will. All right. Yes. Enough. All right, guys. Uh, sounds Thanks good. For li- <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Later.